guys to Beauty Care Pod, your favorite podcast to listen to. I am Fola and my very handsome and amazing host is here with me, is Tolu. And guess what guys, we have a beautifully skinned human. She's so, she's so pretty and um, <laughs> she's a great guest that we brought to you guys today day and she has layers and layers of amazing things about her you guys would not believe what i'm saying but you'll definitely understand this as we go on she owns skincare by car yes so please we love that you're here on this show with us you're amazing you've been an amazing person ever since we started you know chit-chatting so could you please tell us about yourself introduce yourself to us Hi everyone, thank you so much for having me. Hi Tolu, hi Fola. It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Tawa. I am a skincare advocate. I am passionate about helping people look and feel better. And I figured, you know, well, what better way to really help people look and feel better than helping them take better care of the largest organ in their body, and that's the skin. You know, I'm a huge believer that the way you look and the way you feel has a big impact on how you crush other goals in life, professionally, family, friendship. When you're in the midst of friends, you feel confident, you look beautiful, and you feel great in your skin, you're more likely to thrive and give your best. So that's awesome. pretty much what I do. And I do this <laughs> mainly through my social media platforms. Awesome, awesome, beautiful. Would love to know what growing up was like for you. What was your childhood days like? Uh, growing up for me was a bit of everything. Typical, you know, I wouldn't say typical because a lot of people didn't have this. But I had a bit of great time, you know, not so great times. I lost my dad when I was 10 years old. So oh. I was raised by a single parent, my mother, of course, with a bunch of amazing family members in and out of our lives. But I'm the wow. second of five kids. So my main wow. support system is my mother and my siblings. It was pretty okay. Uh, I went to a boarding school, so I'm very independent. I studied accounting in the university back in Nigeria. I now live in the U.S. I studied accounting and I've been an accountant for the last 10 years. Wow. I've recently done a switch in career to do skincare full time because I feel like skincare deserves all of that. And it's really what makes me fulfilled. Like it gives me an opportunity to create more impact. And that's where I am right now. I'm a mother of two kids too, but yeah, that's pretty much how time has been. Wow. Wow. Guys, I told you that she has layers she has a whole lot that she is still yet to peel off and tell us about and i was not even going to assume you studied accounting that is that's brilliant right there like i Thank you. <laughs> i adore accountants trust me like my chief mm. rights with chief rights with apples to be an accountant and i specifically chose her because i love the way she thinks i love her brain and i believe it's mostly like that for accountants. <laughs> yeah, accounting uh, is a great profession. It's right, amazing. Right. It's just not helping me impact people the way I want to. So here we are. I, 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 okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. And um, I was going to ask that. How 
would you say you have imputed or infused accounting into the beauty world that you're in right now? Um, I mean, as an accountant, there should be, it's important that you have a supporting document, a support, something to back up everything that you present. If you present a statement of account, you should have support for it. So I'll say that alone has been an important tool that I use because on my Instagram where I share a bunch of my skincare tips and product recommendations, I always give supporting, you know, clinical studies, information to really back up everything that I'm sharing. Because I spent three years, I started the journey in 2017 and I officially started the advocacy page in 2019. So that was a whole two years of just doing my homework. So for every post that I put out there, for every information or for every person that I'm recommending something to, I always have something to back it up. It could be clinical studies, usually multiple studies. It could Mm -hmm. be something I've tried on myself. You know, Mm -hmm. 80% of the time I get the information, try it on myself, see that it works. Sometimes I try it on friends and family that I do believe it can work for and I'm getting great results. So I think my accounting background has really helped me to make sure that before I put something out there, I have something to back it up. Wow. Amazing. And the reason I asked that question is because a few beauty care professionals that we've had on Beauty Care Pod, uh, in fact, if not most of them, have always like found themselves in some other form of profession before finding aesthetics. So I, uh, yes, and I've realized that many times it has helped them to, you know, back it up in a way. Yes. Like we've met people who were nurses before becoming Mm -hmm. aestheticians. We've met, we've met people who were graphics designers before becoming Mm. aestheticians. Beautiful thing about this is that it's just as a way of infusing you know into the whole thing and it makes it so beautiful and sometimes easier and considering accounting that is mind-blowing that is like you you don't i i feel like i feel like i'm seeing beyond everybody i'm even feeling like i'm seeing beyond the accountant like how am i seeing beyond this i can't explain it but i know that when it comes to business you know how to use your money you know where to put this money in and all and what what better way what better way really to, to delve into a great business so Tolo, over to you yeah so and, and it's really interesting because i know we were talking uh, um, off mic and we talked about you starting um, aesthetic school in next week or so now the beauty of this is most of the things that you will not be empowered with in aesthetic school you already have them and Absolutely. that is going to put you at an advantage now you said you've done three years of old research and that is also going to make aesthetic school way easier for you and Absolutely. i'm just looking at everything and i'm like wow this is building a really solid foundation and then going to a practice where it is like almost impossible for you to fail because you have all the things that you need to be equipped with before going to get the license. Now, when it comes to passion, what what would you say ignited that passion for aesthetics or for skincare? I know that for aesthetics, you need to get the license so you can practice. But for the passion itself, I mean, to be able to have studied accounting and then say you want to dedicate three good years of your life to be able to understand how the skin works and then you also get to the point where you 
I've been following clinical studies, you have been following industry highlights, and I see the other day you were unboxing a chiral product, and I'm like, wow, um, Tower does our, our homework really well. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for saying that, Tolu. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, as a person, someone that is very passionate about, you know, if someone is happy, I want to be part of the happy story. Mm. So I'm someone who loves to add value to people. I love to impact life. I love to give love with impact. I'm not a gift to give out in terms of material things. Mm. I love to give out something that you can take with you everywhere you go. And oh, that is impact. Because if I give you a yeah. gift, you leave it at home, you wear it one day and drop it off. But if mm -hmm. I leave you with something that, you know, you carry along, makes you a better version of yourself, then I feel fulfilled. That has always oh, wow. been me. And I've been doing that even as a child. And that person that gives you know, soothing comfort to people, you know, words that can either lift you up, make you feel better, you know, let you know you should walk away from these or keep pushing, mm -hmm. motivate people. And I did that for a lot of years. That's satisfying as a friend, as a family member. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to reach, I wanted to reach people outside, outside of my small community, mm -hmm. outside of my family and friends. What can I do to really reach people? And mm -hmm. while I was thinking about that, in 2017, I had major, major skin skin issues, major okay. skin issues. I've always had beautiful skin as That's a child. But, you know, after being a mom, everything just went crazy. Major mm. acne issues, hyperpigmentation, discoloration. And it was hard to find solution. I saw three, three dermatologists, by the oh. way. Mm. Not that dermatologists are not great people, but it didn't mm -hmm. help. Mm. And I was really hurt, but now I know why they couldn't help me. It's because mm. they didn't teach them about my skin in school. True. They know all of the theories, but practically, it's not easy to really know what's going on with someone with my type of skin. Mm. So I had to do a lot of try and error. In the process of trying a bunch of things, I damaged my skin even more. Oh, wow. But it was the journey towards trying to get it right. Mm. And then as I began to get it right, I look at my parents, my friends, they, they all have beautiful skin because they use damaging products, bleaching mm. products mm -hmm. that has really helped them. It's the shortcut to better skin. You mm. use it, it cleans up everything, but it's causing a damage down there. Yeah. So I was able to help my mom to repair her skin. All of my mom's friends were like, oh, Alaja, how did you do this? Oh, it's my daughter. And then I started to help them. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I've helped my mom. I'm helping her friends. How can mm -hmm. we reach a bigger community? A bigger audience, yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I've made some progress now. Okay. Let's see how many people we can help. And that's how I discovered that, you know what, since you love helping people, why not just focus all of that energy on this skincare? And because mm -hmm. you've been able to change your own skin, skin. do it for close family and friends. Family why and not friends, just yeah. give it your time? Also... Mm -hmm. In 2017, I got tired of social media. I wanted to leave social media. I was like, oh, wow. it's too much negatives, bullying, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. I know mm -hmm. there's a bunch of good stuff going out there, mm -hmm. but there's also the not so good stuff. So I'm like, okay, should I leave or should I just use it to impact? Mm. And that's how Skincare by Tower was birthed. Wow. And that's how I just started to, I changed it. I took out all of my, you know, family pictures and said, okay, I'm going to remain on social media, but I want to give something good i want to give something mm. positive and that's how my whole passion of trying to help people look and feel better you know was switched mm. into skincare and mind you i was mm. still an accountant i was just doing it on the side 
and it's oh, been wow. amazing it's been fulfilling i get so so many great feedbacks like people would just send me pictures and say oh because you posted this and mm -hmm. i tried this my skin is amazing i'm getting all kinds of people even say oh do you charge i want to pay i'm like no i don't charge i just you know just go ahead do it and if you feel if you get great results, let me know. And that's how I was able let to get know. all of my wow. receipts. That's how I was able oh, to wow. know that, okay, for the people that are struggling with acne, these are what I tend to recommend. It's usually not one mm -hmm. size fit all, but, you True. know, I know what works and I've been giving it to them and it's been working, you know, for different concerns, sun damage, hyperpigmentation, dry skin, pregnancy, skincare. I also had a baby in 2017. And so some of the products I used during my pregnancy that was safe, you know, I, I've been giving it out to, you know, pregnant ladies, and it worked great for them. So basically, it's been so fulfilling, pretty much. I'm achieving everything I want to achieve through skincare. The love I want to give, the impact, everything that I have to give, I'm able to give it through skincare. And that's yeah. such a great feeling. I mean, based on what you said, I, I wanted to point out something I also noticed. I noticed from the way you were talking that people tend to feel even more comfortable talking with a creator, an advocate, because they know that, number one, you've done a lot of research. Number two, you've tested a lot of things on yourself. Uh, number three, you've helped people out of the good of your arts, not necessarily because you want to make some income. I believe this question is going to be very um, well-tailored for you. What are some of the most popular skincare conditions that people notice really late, especially for people of color? That's a very important question, and I'm happy you asked that question. As someone with skin of color, a deep skin tone, there are lots of concerns that if somebody with a lighter skin, a, a Caucasian skin has it, they see it immediately and treat it immediately. But for us with deeper skin tone, you don't know the damage is happening. For example, some people do have sensitivity to fragrances. Not everybody, but a lot of people, and they don't even know. Oh, wow. You know, studies shows that maybe 30 to 40% of you know brown skin people have sensitivity to fragrances i do think it's more than that but we just okay. don't know because it doesn't show up much mm. so and the delay because the skin is so tough the damage happens but you don't see it it's like you a delayed well. damage it can take oh, wow. years and years like growing up i used a bunch of product that actually smelled good not until recently i realized i really don't do well with fragrances and fragrance was a selling point for me. Like if the product smelled good, mm. I would love it because I didn't know it was causing mm. any damage. It was not until maybe four or five years ago, I realized, mm. you know what? I'm going to put it aside and see how my skin does. And ever since I did that, I got less mm. problems to deal with. So I think mm. most of the biggest, the biggest concern that face skin of color is the fact that the damage doesn't show up the way you can easily notice it. The skin, is, the skin is usually resilient. So when a damage happens, you don't see it. You look in the mirror, everything looks good. Look good. Oh, wow. And sometimes you don't even feel like something is wrong. Mm. You don't feel it because it's not red. The rash doesn't pop up. You don't feel the tingling sensation because, of course, the skin is tough. So you don't know the damage is happening. And by the time we find out there is a damage, it, it's already... A little bit more serious mm. take a good example if you have an acne okay and the acne gets red you don't know that it's red because mm. red doesn't show up clearly on brown skin so you don't realize how inflamed the acne is you just said oh i, I have a pimple and that's it mm. whereas if you have it on like 
a Caucasian skin, you can it's immediately mild, yes. see how red it turns, and yeah. that can get you to immediately start to spot treat it. Yeah. But if you have brown skin, you don't realize the intensity or mm -hmm. how inflamed the skin is until it has really gotten deep. And once it gets deep, if yeah. it takes longer to heal when it heals, the pigment the left is usually mm. deeper. Mm. And so some of the strategy strategies that I use right now is I do an assessment like every morning. When you okay. wake up in the morning, do an assessment. If you see a tiny rash, take a good look at it. Make sure, you know, sometimes I'll put a hand on it. Make sure it's not painful. Yeah. If you have anything to spot, treat, treat it right away. If you have just a basic wash with, you know, maybe salicylic acid, maybe 1%, immediately use it. So you're hitting it. You're taking care of it before it gets worse. Okay. And that way, by the next morning, it's gone. But if you wow. don't do that, you leave it for day one, day two, day three, and then the congestion begins to grow and mm -hmm. it gets into a full blown acne that is, you know, painful mm -hmm. and inflamed and it takes longer to heal. I yeah. hardly break out now, but when I break out two to three days, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, wow. I'm going to have days where it would take like a whole 10 days of me oh, dealing wow. with an acne, you know? So oh, wow. the information wow. has been so important. It's been so helpful. And yeah, so that's it. <laughs> Yes, uh, talking about the brown skin, we've mentioned it time and time again that people with brown skin hardly even notice that they are reacting to something, anything. And as you've said, it's hard to see that you, your skin is getting red on like, you know, the white skin and all. So now I was going to talk about sunburn. I can see on your the pin part of your page on Instagram that you showed us how to you know treat sunburn on brown or dark skin, and I also was going to point out that for me when I am like walking long distance, I I used to walk long distance before, but of recent whenever I walk long distance, I start to have rashes very bad ones like i have to look for somewhere just hide and start scratching Take like the, it, the yes yes the itching is usually too intense it's almost unbearable so uh what would you say could be the cause of that because i know that the sun is usually out when that happens but i do not usually go out of course i work from home and all but you know for that alone like i do not want to think it could be sunburn like i'm just like putting these things together considering the fact that you know brown skin we do not usually see these things as serious as serious skin conditions and i i had to go online to check and i saw something that seemed close to what i am feeling and they said it could be as a result of psoriasis i am not very sure i'm not certain i did not do any test to prove that but what do you have to say about it what do you have to what, what do you think that could be so first of all when you are exposed to sun in my opinion based on what i know my knowledge and i could be wrong but i do feel like when you're exposed to sun a lot can happen Okay. First, the first thing that could happen is the heat could be, you know, generating heat in the body can trigger all kinds of things. When your body generates heat, mm -hmm. you can get a rash, you can get itchy, it could be an inflammation, you know, and sure. that's also a little bit related to your diet. So okay. if your diet is a type that, like if you have mm -hmm. a lot of dairy in your diet, which can cause you to easily get inflamed, and then you're exposed, you're under the sun for a long time, 
period of time that can trigger because you're already easily inflamed mm -hmm. something as small as sunlight direct exposure to sunlight can trigger a little bit of itchiness usually okay. it's something you can easily manage with an over-the-counter um, anti-itch cream but a lot of okay. the times it's usually best to take care of why that's happening okay i mean skincare is a science and it could be as a result of whatever is going on inside of your body but for the most part it means that you probably you could be easily inflamed because there's something that is triggering it in your diet or you know your lifestyle Absolutely. and all of that so you know i'm trying to be specific to your experience yes 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 here. so i would say Direct exposure to sunlight shouldn't really, it's not what exactly causing the rash or the itchiness. It's mm -hmm. probably because your lifestyle, your diet or something, your body is easily inflamed. So the sun is a trigger for it. A trigger, so the sun yeah. is not causing it, but the sun triggers it. It could be heat sometimes when you work out. It could be anything. Do you sweat when you get the rash or you just get the rash and it's itchy? I, I do, do not usually sweat. I do not Yes, I know I do not usually sweat. I know sweat, I so. feel inflammation. So it's definitely yes. related yes. to easily inflamed. Possibly. So from the inside, of course. So probably a sunscreen should say, do the work. Wearing sunscreen is mandatory. That should okay. help. That may not help with the rash that you feel, but mm -hmm. that will protect a bunch of all other things from burn to aging, you know, all kinds to skin cancer. You know, right now, this generation, the ozone layer is much lower. So the kind of sun exposure, oh. UV exposure mm -hmm. that we had 100 years ago, it's different from what we have now. So mm. we're more likely to get sun damage, skin cancer now than then. Not that they didn't have it then. Mm. They had it yeah. then too. They just weren't testing for it. So we didn't know how much cases. But now okay. we have all kinds of devices testing for these things. So we're getting it more now. But um, I would say wearing your sun shields, wearing UPF clothing. When you're going out, opt for like a sheer material that has a UPF protection. UPF 50 is best. When you wear that, make sure it's long sleeve. It doesn't have to be thick because you don't want to dress heavy. Light, mm -hmm. but make sure it's a material that has a UPF protection. That way it protects your skin from direct sun exposure. And that can really help with the rash. And of course, wearing sunscreen on the body helps too. Most importantly, I would just say, if you need to take a walk, try to take a walk earlier hours in the morning or later mm -hmm. in the evenings, you know, stay out of the sun between the hour of 10 to four. That's when the sun right. is the hottest, if you can. Yes, yes. But if you have to yes. wear shoes, use umbrellas, use hats, and maybe just choose routes with shades. You know, so that helps Stuff a lot. Like that. Oh, beautiful. Do you have any any question for me, Fola? Because I know the guys tend to shy away from skincare, but trust me, you need <laughs> it too. The guys Absolutely. need it too. The guys are lucky. All they need is the basics. But if you can be consistent with the basics, you're going to look like you're actually getting in-office professional treatment. You know, my husband does the basics and he has amazing skin. I do a whole bunch of stuff and I'm like, I wish I can look this good with <laughs> just the basics. So I try yeah, to tell absolutely. all of my men, do the basics, do a cleanse every in night, do a cleanse in the mm -hmm. morning. For women, depend on your skin type, depend on where you are. You may skip the morning cleanse. 
you know, if you're in a very cold climate, if you have dry skin and -hmm. you do an extremely amazing job with your nighttime routine, you may be able to skip the morning routine. But if you have oily skin, acne prone skin, never skip morning routine because your morning routine should be a wash that helps you manage acne. So when you're washing your face in the morning, you're not just washing dirt you're treating the wash is a treatment so mm. for the guys oh, well. i just say do your Business. cleanse do <laughs> moisturizer mandatory moisturizer mandate matter how oily your skin is do a good moisturizer mm-hmm. and do sunscreen during the day mm-hmm. if you're 30 and up you need you need a treatment you need your retinoid at night it could be retinol mm-hmm. it could be anything that's you protecting your youth so that by the time you turn 50 or 60, mm-hmm. you're still looking 30. You're still looking yeah. 35 because the skin Absolutely. is still looking good. Absolutely. So. And, and it's also impressive because people in the men, especially in skincare is the numbers are starting to increase. Numbers are starting to yeah. increase. I mean, let, let me also put that to you, actually. Have you noticed an increase in engagement, especially with the men on your, across your social media, both um, Instagram and YouTube, where you're popular? Absolutely. To my surprise, when I checked my analytics for YouTube, I found that I have about 35 mm-hmm. men audience. I'm like, wow, 35? That's, that's amazing. Wow. I didn't realize <laughs> a lot of men were really watching my YouTube videos. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Instagram... And on TikTok, the number for men is also growing. And I'm really impressed because in the past, it used to be 85 women, maybe just 5 to 10 it's five, yeah. But now the numbers men, yeah. for men are really growing. And I'm really impressed. Mm-hmm. With men, I like to just tell them, if you don't want to do too many products, get a product that can do more than one thing. Oh, okay. So instead of, I know there's a trend of people doing 10 step skincare. Steps, yeah. I always tell people, keep it simple. If you're a guy, you only need two products in the morning. You wash mm. your face, use a moisturizer that has a sunscreen, and that's it. Mm. At night, you wow. want to wash your face and use a night cream, and that's mm-hmm. it. Two oh, steps wow. in the morning, two steps at. Actually, at night, you want to do three steps because you want to double wash and then mm. do a moisturizer. And if oh, you're is, is there a reason man, for the double wash? Because the sunscreen is giving your skin a lot of shield to protect okay. you from the sun. That's okay. a shield that you cannot carry on into the next day into because, next day. Okay. you know, leftover, even though the sunscreen does break down with time, you're still going to have mm-hmm. some. You need to first remove sunscreen or makeup mm-hmm. and then do the main cleanse. If you do one cleanse, you've probably just removed the sunscreen and maybe... Yeah your main wash is not properly done. done so doing yeah. a two-step cleanse is usually best. Some best, people yeah. do oil cleanse or micellar water. Um, for my men, I just tell them, use your main wash two times. If you do the first okay. one, you get out the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Then you wash again the second time and do mm-hmm. it for at least 60 seconds. By the mm-hmm. second wash, you should be able to get out everything for guys. Yeah. But you know, if you have time, then you can do micellar water, then mm-hmm. you can do oil cleanse. But I know guys don't have a lot of time for that. So I recommend two wash <laughs> and a moisturizer. Um, one of the biggest thing I find that has been helping a lot of my audience is taking them back to the basics. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that come to me saying, oh, I need your help with my skin. And I say, okay, I'm gonna, I want to do your skincare audit. What have you been using? And mm-hmm. I see that they're using a whole bunch of stuffs that they do not mm-hmm. need. A lot of the stuffs, people tend to use cause more damage. 
to their skin. I tell people, go back to the basics, get the right wash for your skin. First, I tend to do an assessment. After doing like a video call with them, the book a consult, mm-hmm. I talk to them for about 30 minutes. The consult mm-hmm. is so important because if you just go about recommending products to people, they're going to buy it and it's not going to work because skin is different. People react differently to different skin. So the mm-hmm. consultation allows me to see their skin. It also mm-hmm. allows me to explain why they need Because if you don't know your why, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be consistent because I'm just using this because someone on social media says so. But when you talk to them, you're able mm-hmm. to explain to them, this is your why. This is why you're taking better care of your skin. It's not just for mm-hmm. beauty. It's not just for looks. This is your self-care. Mm-hmm. This impacts how you feel as a person. You know, this is your why. Healthy skincare is important. Your skin is the largest organ on your body. It serves mm-hmm. you a lot. When you go anywhere mm-hmm. in life, the first thing people see is your skin. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the color of your skin, just what it looks like, the texture, exactly. you know. So you want to take care of that skin. That skin does so much for you and it's 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 a really good thing. So I let people see their why. I try to give them a drip of the skincare passion that I have. And after speaking to someone for about 10 minutes, they're immediately interested. The interest increase to do more. And they're able to know what's important. I tell them this is what's important. This is what's optional. If you have extra money, if you have extra time, do this. Okay. Do a hydrating toner if you can. Do a treatment if you can, but this is what's okay. mandatory. Mm-hmm. Do the wash, do the moisturizer, do the sunscreen. Now, if I see that you need more, a lot of what I find now is there's a bunch of products on the shelf that claims to do all kinds of things. And 95% of this product don't do what they say they do. You know, they just liberally, this will give you glowing skin, clean skin, but it clear skin, but they don't do as much. And I'm just so glad that we have a company like Chiral. Carol is a company that does personalized skincare. And I found out about Carol after listening to your podcast. Oh, wow. I was like, wow, this is fascinating. <laughs> this is the future of skincare. Carol is, I heard it's a new company. And I'm like, yeah, why did we new. wait this long to have a company like Carol? There's customized skincare. That's just them putting your name on a product saying it's customized, but personalized skincare mm-hmm. is when, you know, Something is made specifically for your skin type, for your skin concern. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. I think that's the future of skincare. And I've been recommending it to a few people. I've used it myself and I loved it. It's, I've been able to cut down my skin steps into more than, you know, more than half. All I have to do at night is do a double cleanse and use the Cairo cream that was made for me because I love antioxidant. I love vitamin C. But I know mm-hmm. it's not enough to do the job. My skin needs a lot more than antioxidants. So when you can have a cream that has four to five ingredients doing stuffs for you, that's amazing. For brown skin, you cannot rely on one ingredient to take care of your skin. You need multiple pigment inhibitors to help you treat the biggest skin concern we have as skin of color, which is hyperpigmentation and acne. Acne, we all know what it is. It's tiny rash on the skin. There are like three or four types of acne. Some can be hormonal. Some are usually like teenage acne. And some is mm-hmm. just part of your DNA. You're always going to have it because your skin produces, you know, excess sebum. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have it every mm-hmm. now and then. So knowing how to manage it and keep it at bay is important. But the hyperpigmentation is a lot more complex because within hyperpigmentation, you have post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. That's what you mm-hmm. get after 
your acne has healed that's what you get after any inflammation has healed if you have a scratch a yeah. scratch on your face a mosquito bite anything a burn is going to heal into post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation sunburn heals into hyperpigmentation so that's a lot bro you know hormonal hyperpigmentation which is melasma as well from childbirth from you know birth control from anything you can get the melasma and that's all on the hyperpigmentation it is extremely difficult to treat especially if you don't want to bleach the skin in the process of treating it you don't want to damage the skin in the process of treating it because a lot of people tend to want to go aggressive and then they damage it in the process so you're going in circle it goes it heals so you get clear but you cause a damage that will heal into another set of hyperpigmentation sure. yeah and so having a company like chiral that has made a product customized to give you. you at your ph level mm-hmm. knowing what you can handle mm-hmm. and what you can handle because you know they do ask a bunch of questions that help them to understand oh for tower skin she has a drama queen skin so extremely sensitive <laughs> so we can't give this she has acne prone skin so we can't give her that but we can give her this to help her with sunburn you know mm-hmm. we're not giving her hydroquinone even though we know hydroquinone is the gold standard for treating hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. we know we can't give that to tower because tower said she has reacted to it in the past tower mm-hmm. skin is more likely to have a reaction to hydroquinone however we have sandra mm-hmm. sandra is caucasian we know that the hydroquinone and trednoin is the best thing for her. But for Tawa, we're going to give her, you know, azelaic acid. We're going to give her glutathione. We're going to give her, you know, vitamin C. We're going to give her kojic acid. There's a bunch of stuffs that they put in there. When I saw it, I was, I was impressed. I was like, oh my, because I know yeah. all these ingredients. I know they're good, yeah. but I didn't choose mm-hmm. the ingredient. All I did was just answer the question. And when I saw it, I was, I was impressed. I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I need. My skin is about to go from... Mm-hmm from a seven to a 10, you know? So I ask people, <laughs> if you don't have time to buy 10 products or to buy multiple products, mm-hmm. or if you're not even going to remember to repurchase your product, I think Chiral is a good mm-hmm. good one. And I hope that many, yeah. many other companies and brands can try to Would. emulate what Chiral is doing mm-hmm. and give Absolutely. us more personalized skincare because mm-hmm. it's expensive to buy products over the counter, even though it can be cheaper, but if you have to buy one, two, three, four, five, and it's not working for you, mm-hmm. it's better than, you know, it's not as good as getting what is good for one you. One that's going to work, yeah. Yeah, and it will deliver to you every eight weeks. If you want mm-hmm. it every 10 weeks, you can change it up. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. And it's very promising. I'm only on my first bottle and I'm already impressed. It's oh, promising. Wow. I hope the industry can take us to that level where everybody can have access to personalized skincare. They have Mm -hmm. dermatologists. So if your problem is beyond the basics, an in-house dermatologist can see you. I mean, it's just amazing. I'm impressed. And I know not everybody is going to need Chiral. I'm happy that it is an option for us who need personalized who need extra love when it comes to skincare (laughs) (laughs) oh this is so beautiful like it's enough that we have you as a guest on our podcast and then you give us the best of advice and we feel like we owe you for consultation (laughs) and then (laughs) you come up 
and give us a review about another previous guest. How amazing can you be? Like, you just keep blowing our minds. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It really is a pleasure. You can tell I'm passionate. I can go on and on oh. for the rest of the day talking about skincare because I know how much it has changed my life. Mm-hmm. I went from being someone that has absolutely has to go out with makeup like wow i want to go worship i have to wear makeup i absolutely have to wear makeup everywhere i'm going to the grocery store i need makeup because i have to cover everything Mm. and now i barely wear makeup i know this is an audio this is a podcast that is going to be audio but you can see that i don't have i can see it Um, i'm I'm comfortable (laughs) the skin is glowing and apart from how my skin looks being able to change so many lives you know i can boast of at that, least that, 75 that. people that have helped change their skin and these are people oh. that even came to me not to oh. mention other people that you know they didn't come back to me to give me the feedback mm-hmm. but you know the impact is happening it's amazing and i hope that we can have more people sharing real stuff real knowledge helpful mm-hmm. tips and information that can help people improve and achieve better skin it's not really about selling the product it's about you know letting people know exactly what to do what works and being consistent i show up Mm -hmm. every single day on instagram not because i'm sharing something new although most of the time there's always something new but to motivate people to encourage them to remind them you know are you wearing your sunscreen if i Mm -hmm. have a concern i'm sharing it and I never use a filter. I always come bare skin because I want people to see the imperfections to know that, you know, skin doesn't need to be perfect. I want to normalize healthy skin over polyp skin. Mm-hmm. You know, skin Absolutely. is perfect in its imperfection. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been able to, it was difficult at first, but now I'm more comfortable sharing my best skin and it leaves a lot of people. And I see that even the social media is getting to that level where there's less filter so that people mm-hmm. can normalize the imperfection, the multiple tones on brown skin. You know, I do have brown skin, but I have like three shades of brown. And we have to normalize that because it's not that there's nothing wrong with the skin. It's just how the skin is. I have like three shades of brown. When I'm wearing right. makeup, I'm buying two colors. I'm not buying one because I oh. know I have a deeper tone here and then I have yes, a brighter tone yes, here. Yes. So we want to normalize that so people don't have to hide behind filters. Not to say mm-hmm. filters are bad. When I'm wearing makeup, I use some filter here and there for the aesthetics yes, yes. occasionally. But, you know, the goal is to normalize healthy skin normal skin normalize the imperfection that is beyond you because skin your skin is a living cell it's beyond what you can control it's not like makeup that you can cover stuff mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a science it's it's your dna pretty much so pretty much yeah right <laughs> right so beautiful stuff before Fola asks um our fun question i just want to you know give you guys a cheat code in case you are wondering oh wow i really want to see how Tawa looks like right now she looks so gorgeous so Links to our social media um, yeah. accounts, YouTube, TikTok, everything. You can find them in the show notes. So you can just, you know, peep as we are talking. So, and then, you know, <laughs> make sure you come back for five things that you barely know about. And so follow up to you. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Tawa, for being a wonderful guest on this show. And we would love to know five things that people barely know about you. Hmm. Wow, that's a tricky question. Ahead, mm. I wasn't prepared for this. Okay, 
I know I should have one or two off the top of my head, but I'll think about the other three. So the first thing people barely know about me is how spiritual I am. I'm quite religious. I don't dress the part, but I act the part. My character, how I talk to people is a huge reflection of my religion, belief, and my spirituality. And I know religion and being spiritual, it's not really a common topic, but mm-hmm. it's something that has really shaped me. So when people see me like in public places, I come off as someone that is all about the life, worldly, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they get to talk to me, they realize, oh my God, I didn't realize you even, you're even religious or spiritual. It shapes me into how I talk to people. So I'm a very spiritual person and people don't get that, you know, just by looking at me. But after speaking to me, when they get a little bit closer, they'll be like, oh my God, you know, you said this and this was right and all that stuff. So being a spiritual and religious person is something people don't get to really know about me. No. Oh, wow. Um, What else? What else? Uh, Another thing, I'm not a very tall person. I tend to show up show just half half portion of myself so i have a pretty <laughs> bold um personality and so people think i'm a huge mm-hmm. big girl but when you see me in person i'm just okay. five two i'm not a tall person so <laughs> so that's one another thing another thing is i am a fashion designer wow I finished wow <laughs> And I I learned pattern drafting, dressmaking on a oh, large wow. scale. I used to picture oh, myself that one day I'm going to be in New York Fashion Week, dressing up models and all that. So I did that for about three years. Oh, wow. And I put it aside. I actually went, that, went there because I'm not easily satisfied when people make stuff for me. And I love custom made, of course, because mm. I'm petite. So I was like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm going to be a designer and make my own stuff. So... I still mm. make stuff. People don't know, but I still make stuff. I make stuff wow. for myself to wear. So that's number three. Two more. Um, two more. What can I say? Um, I love nightlife. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love oh, just life. like me. I'm night <laughs> if you invite me out at night, I'll probably say yes before even thinking about it. I love nightlife. <laughs> I love being in an entertainment. I love talking. I love networking and I love to do it at night. That's it. I love yes, nightlife. Yes, yes, yes. I can be like that morning, too. But Once it's like 6 p.m., 7 p.m., I begin to wake up. I'm thinking, oh my God, I want to go somewhere. <laughs> so I'm, a night, I'm a night owl. And people close to me know that, but other people don't. So mm-hmm. one more. Oh my gosh. Yes, what do I say? What people barely know about me. Gosh, I can think of something right now. I don't like food. Could be anything, really. Yeah. I don't like food. I don't like... I can go a whole day without eating. I'm wow. a snack person. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't like eating. Wow. I love snacking. So I'll snack like all day, but not eat a proper meal. I usually forget mm. to eat sometimes. And oh, maybe wow. that explains why I'm so tiny. <laughs> I forget <laughs> sometimes. No. Then I'll just be like, at 7 p.m. I haven't had anything today. Then I start thinking, oh, wow. oh, I have to eat. That's serious. Right. That's a weird thing that people don't realize about me, but yeah. Wow. That's fine. I can I cannot also, imagine myself I... forgetting to it. He <laughs> <laughs> has never forgotten to eat. <laughs> I know that's weird, but yeah, that's me. 
I'm trying to make it all about me. I can't kind of say anything related to family or work. Trying mm-hmm. to think of something mm-hmm. specific to me. Yeah. Right. Well. It's been a pleasure speaking to you guys. Thank you so much yes, for having me. Yes, it's our pleasure. Thank you so so much. And guys, this brings us to the end of this beautiful episode. Do well to check the show notes and to reach out to Tower for consultations. She would be more than glad to reply to, to, you. to you. Yes, yes, she will be. So thank you for um, having me. See, yes, till next time. It's bye from Bola and Togo.